What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the PWIFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Dobbs, and I am so excited to welcome you to another episode of this podcast. This is basically all about how to live a life full of living, and we do that by playing where our feet are, doing your best and being your best no matter what and no matter where. Y'all, today's guest season finale episode. That's right. This is the season finale episode. In terms of our guests, the last guest episode we have of this season two podcast, but in today's season two finale, we have the beautiful, the amazing, and the lovely Maya May Huff. And y'all, they say you save the best for last. I love all of my guests the same, but Maya May is pretty amazing. You might recognize Maya from the creator of the smiley face hats that I'm wearing today, but she's so much more from that and from her company, MM Designs. So this sweet friend is a business owner with apparel, accessories, and lifestyle lines. She also has a blog and a podcast. She's a TED Talk speaker and an influencer for Christ who aims in all things to spread life love, and light. She is an angel. And today Maya speaks on her own business, plus the nitty gritty of it. I mean, she walks us through this thing. She speaks on work-life balance, merging your dreams while you marry your spouse. She talks about merging passion with purpose. And of course, speaks on playing where your feet are, specifically in her life, how it relates to being a wife and a business owner in the MLB at that. (laughs) You're gonna learn so much about Maya, her heart, her business, and how surrender is a huge part of this season for her. Now, I cannot wait for you guys to get into this conversation, but before that happens, let me remind you a couple things here. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at playwearefeedr and my own Instagram at cam.dobbs. And online, you can also make sure you check out all of our merch. We have merchandise from all of our hoodies, our t-shirts, our sweat sets, our sweatshirts, our tote bags, our trucker hats, and of course, the book PWIFA Play Where Your Feet Are is also available online. You can find it on our website or on Amazon. Happy reading at that. I cannot wait for you guys to dive into that book. I love hearing the feedback so far. It's always so fun hearing how play where your feet are relates to you because it's play where your feet are, not where my feet are. And so your stories never get old hearing how this book is impacting you and how you're already playing where your feet are. But y'all, we have a great episode for us today in this season two finale with Miss My May Huff. So without further ado, let's bring her in. This is the PWYFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast, and I'm your host, Cameron Dobbs. Maya May, welcome to the PWYFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is going to be so fun. I love the hat. You look so cute. I am so pumped. Oh yeah, we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. We cannot wait to dive into this conversation, let our listeners get to know you a little bit better, and so much more. It's just going to be so fun. Like Everyone knows, I feel like, that you're such a bundle of joy. I think I'm similar in the same way since and too, Mm. Um, but we're so excited to dive into this. So for everyone who maybe doesn't quite know who you are or doesn't follow you too closely... 
fill us in a little mm-hmm. bit. What are you up to in life right now? Yes. So hi, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Maya. Um, some people call me MM and I am currently, I just got married in this past October. So almost been married for six months, which is wild. Um, we have already lived in three different places and we are moving on to our fourth. Um, so we, my husband and I got married in October and then He plays for the Washington Nationals. We just got drafted this past year, which has been super fun. Um, And so we have been in spring training. Well, we were at home, which is like Panhandle of Florida. And then we were in spring training or off season, which is Tampa. And then we're in spring training, which is West Palm. And then we get shipped out in about five days um, to wherever they want us to go. So um, we have no idea. So it's been really fun. We're currently, look at my beautiful hotel room. Um, I'm living in a hotel. We've been living in a hotel for the past month and over here in West Palm, which has been so fun. Um, Definitely a crazy experience. And then I have a business. So it's been so awesome. I have this business called MMM Designs. And basically we create faith-based, we're a faith-based we're a faith-based lifestyle brand and we pretty much just create clothing um, to spread good news and to spread love, truth, and light. And so it's been really fun. And I run that. I ship out every order by hand myself. So it's been fun. It's been a really sweet time. It's been an interesting time. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Marriage is awesome. Friends are great. Family is awesome. So it's been really sweet and it's been a wild, fun six months. I love that. So many of those, Mm -hmm. I just want to ask questions about everything. So we're going to do that on today's podcast. We're going to dive into every single aspect. But it's funny because I listened to, I think it was your end of the year episode in December or so. And it was just kind of reflecting on the year before, both you and Chance. And you both had said one of your big words was change. So it makes sense with all the moves and the marriage and everything Uh that there's been quite a lot of change in your life. (laughs) There has been, yes. And it's been super fun. And I graduated high high school. I graduated college (laughs) um, this past May too. So it's been crazy for sure. That's awesome. Well, like I said, we do want to get into everything that you had mentioned. And one thing that you mentioned mm-hmm. as well is that you do own MM Designs. So you have this yes. awesome company that spreads so much joy and light. We mentioned the hat that I'm wearing. Shout out to it yes. as well. Um, but Maya May is often known for like the smiley face hats and so yeah. much more beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And I got That's to connect sweet. with you, not only, you know, seeing you on social media, but one of our sweet friends, yeah. Anna, knows you as yes. well. And we kind of all Oh connected gosh, through Grace Valentine. So just yeah. love the world of social media and the fact that we're able to Truly. stay connected and meet each other and now be able to just showcase each other in our own lights. So it's so much fun to have you on again today. But let's get into this podcast episode. So starting at what you do is, again, being the owner of MM Designs, tell us uh-huh. how in the world this came to life. Yeah, so it's a fun story. It was a complete accident, really. Um, My sophomore year, I went to Florida State University and I was just really struggling. I had broken up with a boyfriend of like three and a half, almost four years. Honestly, really thought we were gonna get married. And then I just felt like, um, I just realized that um, we were, we had completely different heart paths. Like we, I wanted to pursue the Lord with all my heart and just wanted that to be like the root of my life and he loved the Lord, but it wasn't really like his passion. And so, um, we separated ways and that was really hard. And then, um, we just kind of realized we both wanted different things in life. And, um, so we separated ways and then I was just found myself in a horribly dark season, my sophomore year, and I was struggling so bad. Um, and so I went with my family 
to, I actually was reading this book by Lisa Turkers. It's called, it's not supposed to be this way. And if you're going through anything just like very difficult in life or a breakup or whatever it is, I highly, highly recommend that book. And so um, I was reading that book and it was really giving me some light um, in my life that I really needed. And so I was on the airplane to go visit some family for Thanksgiving break. Um, And so I was reading that there. And then I was like, you know what? Like I have been so sad at school. Like I have been so anxious, so sad, like did not want to get up out of bed um, because of I was dealing with that. And then I was also um, like going through a lot of health things. And then Florida State University is just wild, um, like many colleges. And I was just really struggling with like just finding myself. Cause I think my freshman year, I really like just did whatever everybody else was doing. And I really realized like, I didn't really, um, that that wasn't really the path that I was supposed to be on. And so um, that was like a hard realization and definitely a very humbling one and um, one that came with a lot of shame and different guilts. And so I basically was like deciding, like, I was like, God, I know I want to live this life for you. And then, um, but I was like, I'm having a really hard time, like even like finding a reason to smile. And so I was like, while I'm in Texas, I'm a, I'll be in Dallas. So it's like, there's all the shopping, all the things. I was like, will you please just like, kind of like, I just want to find something that kind of like is positive and keeps me smiling and all these, and just like reminds me of um, goodness in life. So I looked for like ever and I could not find anything. It's before anyone was doing smiley face patches and the hats and all these things. And trucker hats really weren't that big. And cause this was my sophomore year of college. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? I like went home and I was like, honestly, so sad. Cause I was like, I can't find anything. And I love, like, I didn't want to wear like a big cross in my head. Like I wanted it to be, you know, just like, I, there's nothing bad about that, but I just wanted it to be something where like, it just kind of maybe inspired conversation or just, you know, something like that. And so I went home and, or to the hotel room, um, hotels a bit of theme, I guess. Uh, so I went back to the hotel room and it was about like four o'clock in the morning or something crazy like that. And I could not sleep. So I turned on the light and I started drawing all these different designs of um, all these different hats of different things that like, I wish that it would have said, you know, like things that, and it wanted the smiley face hat was originally the key smiling hat was supposed to say, see good, be good, do good. Um, and around it. And it was kind of like a reminder for me to like, see the good in things. And, um, and then I had all these different hats, like drawn, like the TYJ, all this stuff. And then I realized, I was like, I could do this. Like I can make one just for myself, like literally no intentions of starting a business. And so I went back home, got back home and I was super excited back to college. And so I ordered one hat and one patch and I very quickly, and I'm a college student, I was a college student. So I very quickly realized that it was really expensive to put the words around the thing. So I was like, you know what, patch it is, let's go. I know the meaning behind this is to remind myself to keep smiling, to see the good in life. And so then I um, got, I got home, made one. And then from there, like people just were like, where's that hat from? Oh my gosh, I want one, will you make me one? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, like, you know, and so I started making people them like in my sorority. And then like other people were like, Hey, will you drop off 20 here? Like 20 of our girls want it. We'll Venmo you. I was like, okay, like, sure. And I had, I had like no followers on Instagram. Like I was not at all thinking about like, Oh, I'm going to post this and like make a business. I was a physician's assistant route. Like I was a pre my, my major is such a word, like a mouthful with interdisciplinary medical sciences, preclinical profession. So I had like no desire to start a business or anything. And then, um, I used, I worked at a surf shop for like four years before I went to college and he was like the most incredible man. And, um, I was like, you know what, Jim, like my boss there, I was like, Hey, like I'm making these hats. They're doing really well here. Do you want to sell some? Cause I had 
I, I say I never wanted to do business, but I had like all these little business things that I did. Like I used to make bracelets for him. And then like at another shop I worked at, I would fix their jewelry and then like remake it and then sell it back to them. Like whenever it broke. And so I always kind of had that mind. And when I was little, I always wanted to have like a restaurant and like all this stuff. So anyway, it was just funny. And so I, I was like, Hey, do you want these? And he was like, yeah, drop off like two dozen. So I drop off two dozen and I posted it on my story and I had like a thousand followers, like nothing crazy. Like I just, you know, was posting it just to see if maybe friends or family wanted some. And then like my DMs just started blowing up and people were like, can you ship this here? Can you ship this to Oklahoma? Can you ship this to California? I was like, what? Like, this is crazy. And so then the whole world shut down for COVID. And, um, it was like right around that time. So that was really interesting too, how God did that of like that keep smiling message. And, um, I had all this time because I, if not, I probably wouldn't have had time and like sat down and maybe in business would never came from it. And so I sat down and I was like, you know what, if anyone else buys this hat, I want them to know like why they buy it. You know, I was like, I, I can't keep up with the DMS anymore. And that's, so I'm going to do a website and if I'm going to make a website. I want them to know. So I put like the mission about the keep smiling hat. Um, and it's how it's not to belittle the things that you're going through, but to keep smiling through them. And then from there, um, I, I put them on a website and then we were like, it was unreal. Like my me, I remember this one memory of me and my little sister, I'm like, I'm sitting in her room because I didn't even bring my computer. And I was sitting in her room on her computer. She was like 10, no, she was 11 years old. And we were looking um, and like, all, she was like, what does this mean? And I was just like, and she's like, Maya, what does this mean? And I was like, we just sold out. And like, I was like, so my family would help me package orders and I had no idea what I was doing. And then, um, yeah, from there, I just kind of just kept saying, yes, it was like, it wasn't like this overnight. I was like, I want to be a business owner and I want that to be my full-time career. Um, I just kind of kept saying yes to things like when different stores would want to sell our hats. I was like, sure, you know, like I'll figure out a way to do it. Um, and then we ended up having, I went back to college cause COVID was done and uh, or not done, but it was like, um, the colleges and things were opening back up. And so I went back to college and I realized that I lived in a sorority house with no space. So then we got a warehouse, um, by the grace of God. And then we got, um, a store my senior year. It was just like the crazy, we were kind of growing out of our warehouse. And I remember I asked the landlord, I was like, so do y'all have anything? Like, do y'all have anything bigger? And she was like, no, and you're not going to get anything bigger. Cause you got to wait like two years on that list. And I was like, okay. So that idea completely left my head. And then really randomly one day, um, it's a crazy story, but to say the little part, she texted me and she was like, Hey, do you have any availability? Come look at this place. And I was in Tallahassee so randomly. Um, cause I had come back for a photo shoot and she was like, yeah. Um, and I went and I looked at it. It was an absolute dump and I was like, I'll take it. And so we took it, we redid it. And then my senior year, we had a store, um, and there was kind of like a studio shop. And so, um, we did that and yeah. So then now it's my full-time job. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do it full-time. I changed my major my junior year and then I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Um, but God just made it really evident that he wasn't done with this yet. So I just said, you know what, let's, let's keep going. And then when he closes the doors, he closes the doors. So that's kind of where we're at right now. It's been beautiful. I don't see him doing that anytime soon, but maybe he will. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what it's been like in our story of getting here. <laughs> How amazing. I feel like there's so many different ways you can touch on in terms of just how encouraging that whole story is because 
you hear, mm-hmm. I mean, you started off saying how it's just you saying yes to things and yeah. you, know, you had no plans of really letting this blast off at all, but you just kept saying yes and it did. And then even before that though, of you starting it, I feel like so many people that have been in, been on this podcast, especially the business owners in a sense of whether they're a podcast host with Ryan Metz, mm-hmm. Grace Ball, we had Jolie Starr who owns a mm-hmm. business as well. All of you guys mm-hmm. started this because it was a need that you saw in the world and you filled it. Yeah. And so whether it's, you know, our, our podcast hosts that they, they needed mm-hmm. to hear a podcast like this, but it wasn't out there. So they just started it themselves or Jolie Star. Yeah. She has a company that it's a beautiful boutique and it's only for plus size because she was so uh, fed up with so seeing cool. plus size clothes not be cute at all. So she's like, if no one else yeah. is going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then you uh-huh. in the same it's sense awesome. of where... You were just looking for something positive. You were looking to try to find yeah. something with a smiley face and it you just couldn't find it. So you were like, okay, well, if it's not here, then I'm going to do it. And bef- I know we're going to get much deeper into it later, but that's so much of what Play Where Your Feet Are is all about. It's seeing the yeah. resources that you have, the, the followers, the mm-hmm. friends, the finances, like whatever it might be yeah. in your own pocket, in your own community that you yeah. have. And then just playing with that and seeing what you can do mm-hmm. with that. So already from the beginning, you've been playing where your feet are. So I just, I that's love sweet. that we're going to touch on that a lot through this. Um, but talk to us too. I mean, we, I know that's the brief little story of how this all happened. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that happened between 2020, just that year alone. And then now where we are today, but talk to us a little bit about maybe what hesitations and risks that you, that went through your mind as you started mm-hmm. getting these orders and as you know maybe you were starting yeah. this website and taking that step into okay this is more than just people dming me and venmoing me like this is actually me selling them now like what was going through your head in terms of hesitations yeah. there yeah i feel like with that i literally only started with about ten dollars and like i just made one hat and so i wasn't really that scared then but i think that as so I feel like that like I wasn't really scared with the website even I didn't really have like a fear of it I mean I was just like oh this would be cool if it works you know I I wasn't putting that much pressure but I feel like what's interesting is that now that like we've been more developed and we have been open for three years I feel like now is the time where I've gotten a little bit more like you know like I kind of have like these hesitations of like okay like do I want to because I've made mistakes you know like then I hadn't made any mistakes so I didn't really like you know I was kind of like okay let's go for it but I feel like it's hard sometimes like once you've made mistakes to kind of like bounce back from them sometimes and realize like, okay, not everything's going to be a mistake. And so I feel like that's been, I feel like really my transition to taking this full time. Cause I've, then it was kind of like just a hobby, you know, it's something that was fun. that I couldn't believe that I was getting to do. And I feel like now when I decided, I decided to rebrand. So we rebranded. So now we're doing like fashion and all these different like clothings and all the, all the different fun stuff. And that was scary. Yeah. Like that, that, that was whenever I was onto that website, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm scared. Um, and I feel like that was like a lot of hesitation because if I had to actually invest into like making the company an LLC rather than a sole proprietorship, I had to really sit with my accountant and look at the numbers. Cause it wasn't a hobby anymore. It was like my full-time income. So I feel like that was definitely, um, I feel like the time where I really felt that stress. And I feel like during that, um, I think a lot of things seem a lot scarier than they are once you get into it, you know? Um, and the thing that I, if anyone's even thinking about a clothing brand or even thinking about like just starting your own business, um, I would say, um, for just like, even for just like inventory and all the different things, like you don't have, I think everyone thinks that you have to start with like this massive, like you have to spit thousands of dollars into it. And for some people you do, like if you're doing a restaurant or whatever, it is a little bit different, but like 
for clothing and stuff, like I think a lot of things that you don't see is like, it's really, you don't have to put thousands of dollars into it. You know, you can, you can really start small. And that's something that I feel like is so overlooked because we all want to do like the big, you know, like the, have the warehouses and have the stores. Um, and I think like the beautiful part is really starting small. So I feel like that helped a lot. Like even when I was developing my LLC and the, like the new brand, I was like, I was just trying really hard not to like try and like I was like why do I feel like I have to order so much of this so I was like I don't you know like if like I just need to like I don't have to compare to any other business I don't have to compare to what I'm seeing on social media of them doing I just have to do what's good for Maya where the Lord has me so I feel like that kind of helped me in a lot of like those hesitations is like um just really being careful about like getting away from I took time like I took like a few months um, to like, I didn't look at anything like clothing wise or whatever. I took like a month and a half after Chance and I got married to just pray and to just be like, is this where you want me, God? And then that's kind of when I like started to do the website and all the different things and the rebrand. So I would definitely advise if you can um, kind of taking some time without looking at all what everyone else is doing, you know, and just kind of like listening to what God has. I feel like you're in between of like doing the website or the, you know, all the different little fears. I feel like it really helps. If I remember correctly, I think it's the scripture verse. Zechariah 4.10 or 4.17 says, do not despise small beginnings. And I think that's that's, so, mm -hmm. it's so powerful to know just anyone, Mm -hmm. but especially as, you know, a business owner or someone who's doing a startup in some way, shape or form is that don't despise the small beginnings. Like there's so much purpose in every single bit and that's how you build. And again, that's, that's what Play Where Your Feeder is all about. It's, you know, what do you, if, and again, um, Luke 19 talks about the parable of the talents and it's giving uh-huh. the money where the servant gets the money and he gives it to his servants mm-hmm. or sorry, the master has the money and he gives it to his servants. And the end mm-hmm. of that, that verse, that scripture is talking about, you know, to those who do basically well with what they're given, they will be given more. And so it's the yeah. same thing that you have to first be able to steward what you have, even if it's that small mm-hmm. beginning, cause you're not going to yeah. get to that big warehouse or the big shop if you don't start off just selling the one hat at a time, like just spreading yeah. the joy one one hat at a time or whatever it might be, of course, in, in our listeners' yeah. circumstances. But do not despise small beginnings. I love that so much. Love that. <laughs> so good. Now you talked about too, you know, you have family that has helped you in the past. I know now your husband mm-hmm. Chance helps you as well. Do yeah. you have, talking about a little bit more of like the nitty gritty of this business side of things, do you have a team that helps you? Is it all totally yeah. you? You know, what's the nitty gritty of the business? Good question. Yes. Such a good question. So my sophomore year I had, um, I would say my sophomore junior year, year I would, apl- I would employ people kind of like my friends. Like I had like two friends, Ellie Mallory, shout out to y'all. Um, and Sarah Grace, I guess three. Sarah Grace would help me with social media and I would pay her some. And then Ellie and um, and Mallory would help me package orders. And so it was basically just like, hey, can you come in today? I'll pay you the, this much, you know, and you'll come in and they would help me package orders. That was incredible because I was doing that during school. And then my, and see, this is, I, I want to say all this because I've, I think it's really important to realize that as your business grows, like different things will happen and change, you know, like there'll be a time where maybe then my senior year, I had a full-time employee, I had a manager, and then I had another employee, a part-time employee, and then I had an intern. So we had three total. And like my full-time manager, she was like completely like that was her full-time job was us. And so, uh, and myself. So I was basically employing two people and um, also had a part-time and then an intern. So 
Um, that was whenever we had the store. And really the reason behind that is because like, whenever you have a store, you need to be there nine to five, you know, you have to have consistent hours for people to come shop. And we were kind of just had a high volume order. So she was there packaging things and taking care of things. And, um, that was so fun. That was like an amazing season. I miss it so much. She stayed with me until I got married. Um, and then whenever I got married, Chance and I had to do baseball season. So it's been so interesting. And so that was a really hard. Um, and then up, outside of that, whenever we also had like a few other employees that would come in um, every once in a while. So it's kind of just a lot of it was just transitioning, like through whenever I got out of college, then it was like new people, you know, but my manager, Isla, she was incredible. Um, she stayed with me pretty much through everything until Chance and I got married. And so now um, I've, and this is the thing is too, with your business is like, in order for you to be able to grow, you know, you do have to sometimes be flexible. And I have learned that to the T because of everything that has happened with my husband and everything and just our lifestyles. And also the family members get sick, you know, why my grandfather passed away my senior year of college and um, I was in a horrible car accident and there was just like a lot of things that had to change whenever I went home that summer um, to be able to live with my grandmother. I wanted to be with her to take kind of take care of her and just be there with her. Um, and so, you know, things happen and things change whether like in your life that is going to change how your business is going to look. So then we did the business out of the garage so I couldn't be there with her. So it has all different ways. And um, so then I had to kind of figure out okay, like, what does it look like now? You know, what does business look like now? We're working at a hotel. I am not in a place longer so far. We haven't been in a place longer than like two months. So um, kind of figuring all of that out. And so what I decided to do was, um, and this was obviously from the Lord, but I have seven real pillars of MM design. So we have podcasts, we have blog, which is called a letter to you. We have fashion, we have social media, um, we have our ambassador program, we have events and pop-ups, and then um, we have another one that I cannot think of right now, <laughs> but we have seven right now. Um, and so we have seven different, like, um, uh, what is it called? Pillars of the business. And so, oh, and missions outreaches are seven. And so um, there's seven different interns for um, each one. And so each intern specializes now. So we have seven interns for MM Designs. We did an application system. And um, basically now we have seven girls that specialize um, in their different topics. And for them, it's like for my social media girl, she's learning how to run a social media, how to respond to people, how to answer different comments and how to now like actually like plan out all feeds. And then my podcast girl is just now starting to learn how to edit podcasts. And then she's also been helping with guests and show notes and all the things I'm sure you're well aware of. Um, so that stuff. And then my fashion girl helps me with figure out fashion. So anyways, they all have these different specialties. And what's been so beautiful in um, the thing that you've like that to remember is just that like um that these different people have such different beautiful gifts you know and I'm only one person and I do travel too much to be able to do all of those things and I am only one person to do all of this and so it's been so sweet to allow them to use their gifts you know um to be able to just further the kingdom and which is ultimately all I care about and um, also help with other designs, which has been really sweet. So I feel like that's been how we decided to approach it now. And it has been the best thing ever. We meet with them every week. I meet with them each one-on-one -on -one every week um, at least. And then we have a Zoom set or like a FaceTime with all of us. And we do updates about everyone's different subjects um, every other week. So it's been fun. And then we have an ambassador program where we have about 70 girls right now who are like our ambassadors and they, we have Bible studies, but 
what they really help with too is like getting the word out in their different areas and we do pop-ups and events so they'll be like hey I'm in Oklahoma can you come you know and then they'll talk to our pop-up events girl McKenna and then she'll get back to me so it's just been really sweet to see it all work out um, and to really allow people into the business I was really scared to do that for a while um and um like even when I first started own designs and it's honestly been one of the beautiful most beautiful things so it's been really sweet this is so incredibly helpful to hear, by the way, <laughs> like yeah. any, any business owners who might be listening, myself, I'm taking notes over here, but how cool to mm -hmm. hear, I mean, just the behind the scenes of it all. I think it's so cool, the yeah. team that you're building around it, that like as incredible so and as impressive as it is when you are doing everything yourself, like how cool is it mm -hmm. that you're not only like a boss woman in terms of being a boss, but also an incredible mm -hmm. leader that you're able to build the team around this. So kudos to you for doing that and just Thank you. making it's it such a beautiful community because that's really what it is. Yeah. And I think it's cool Thank to kind of hear how Play Where Your Feet are mirrors a little bit of what you guys do too. Because just like you said, you yeah. guys have your seven pillars. Like we have, uh, I always say that we have Play Where Your Feet are touching every area of your life because in every area of awesome. your life, you should be playing where your feet are. And so we, yeah. you know, just like you, we have the merchandise, the clothing, we have awesome. the book that you can read. We have mm -hmm. the podcast you can, you can listen to. We have the podcast you can now watch, you know, whatever you're yeah, wearing on awesome. yourself. So you have the speaking engagements where you see it face to face, mm -hmm. me in front of you. Um, and I think it's so cool, just like you're doing that joy can spread through every single avenue, whether it's something you wear, mm -hmm. something you speak about, something you read through a blog, mm -hmm. whatever it might be is, you know, here through a podcast. That's certainly mm -hmm. what you're doing. So how exciting yeah. is that? But as I said, I am literally taking notes over here. So I, I have some <laughs> follow up awesome. questions on this. Yes. Um, one thing that you mentioned earlier and touched on a little bit there, just in terms of I mean, delegation and building your team, mm -hmm. but also seasons and change and realizing that mm -hmm. one season of your business looks different than another season of your business, including the yeah. time where you said, you know, once you got married, you kind of took that time, whether it was because you were going to baseball season or not, but also just yeah. to kind of take a breath and pray and figure out the future of the business and the future of your life as well with a chance. And for me, that's one thing that touched me just now because one of my words of the year is prepare. And part mm -hmm. of that is quite literally preparing to be a wife and just thinking of the mm -hmm. sense that, you know, right now I work uh, in, in a way it's a nine to five job. Some days it is, some days it's a 24 seven job working in sports. Yeah. Um, but I work, you know, I work all day or whatever for the Miami Hurricanes. Mm -hmm. And then I come home and I work all day and all night on play where your feet are. And part of me, though, is just really trying to be so good at work-life balance because I'm thinking mm -hmm. when I am a wife, you know, right now I'm single as a Pringle, so it's fine. Yeah. But when yeah. I am a wife, you know, I don't want to work all day and then come home and work all night and never have quality time with my husband. And so that's yeah. something that I'm working on now is work-life balance. So I wanted to ask you how you deal oh with work-life balance <laughs> as you roll oh your gosh. eyes. You see me? I literally went like this, crossed my eyes, because it is so hard. I remember when Chance and I first got married, and but I, after I took the month and a half, that was like all rainbows, butterflies, amazing. Yes, <laughs> I'm just sitting praying. And then whenever we actually started getting into working, um, I don't know how to, I don't have like an off button. So I was like struggling. Um, it would be like eight o'clock at night. He'd be like, hey, like, um, like, are you ready to eat dinner? And I'm like, no, like I'm not, I got 14 bajillion things to do. Like, I'm sorry, you know, we're gonna eat dinner at 9.30. And so I'm like, and he can't do that with sports, you know? And so 
and obviously you can make his own meal and everything, but it was just not like what I wanted to do. And so I really quickly realized and um, through just like some, like through some um, mistakes, um, I realized that I couldn't do that. I realized that I needed to get into a routine of like nine to five and like closing my computer and being done, not filling any more orders after five, you know, like, and I think that that's really hard, whether you have a husband, whenever you don't have a husband, because like, especially whenever I didn't have a husband, I mean, I would go to work, I would be there at 8am till 8pm. And I should not have been like, I was in a place where it was kind of sketchy and not the best area where our shop was at night. So anyways, um, I put myself in just like a lot of situations I really shouldn't have. And I think with when I got, um, as I've kind of like really feel like found like a better routine, what I've realized is that all those things can wait till tomorrow, you know, like those things, like you have got to be able to, I feel like the hardest part as a, like a business owner, or if you have like a passion project or whatever it is, is to be able to like, really be like, okay, I'm going to work on this from nine to five. And there's going to be so many things that you want to work on. There's going to always like from a business owner to a business owner, to a friend, to a friend, like there is always going to be something that you could be working on. It's kind of like in college, you know, when there's like always something you could be working ahead on or doing. And um, the thing I had to realize is I had to realize that like, okay, like, yes, I could be doing bajillion things right now for MM Designs, but like where I'm at with my friends, where I'm at with my husband is so much more important right now. And like, I've done, I've given all of Maya to MM Designs that I can for the day at five o'clock, like it's done, you know, like 530, whatever your time is like, really just trying to be firm in that and realizing, and I've talked to a bunch of other people who have had businesses and like asked them the same, like same thing. And they're like, it all, all has to do. It's like, when I'm at work, I'm at work. Whenever I'm at home, I'm at home. And you really, as hard as it is, like you really do have to like, you can't, my mom always used to say this and I used to get so frustrated with her, but she was like, you are not infinite. Like you are not like, you are not, the time with your husband is not going to be infinite. The time with your friends is not going to be infinite. And I remember that used to frustrate me. And I used to be like, no, like I can do whatever. And it wasn't, she wasn't saying that I can't do whatever I want. But what she was saying is like, this time you're on earth is not infinite. Like Maya, like you cannot do infinite. Like you are not infinite, you know, like the only person who ever has and will be is Jesus and the the Lord, you know? So um, I feel like that really helped me a lot. And realizing, especially once I got married, I realized like, wow, like I'm not meant to be infinite, you know, like I'm not meant, I'm. Like I have my limitations and that is okay. And you can still get some incredibly wildly amazing, incredible things done um, whenever you're not and whenever you're not realize you're not infinite. And I think that you even get more done realizing that you're not. Um, so that's been something for me. It's just like really having a firm line of like, okay, after five, like I'm not, I'm done, you know, like it's, it's after, like, it's okay if it's five or five, but then after like five fifteen, no, like, you know, um, and just like really getting strong about that. Um, and then it becomes like, whenever you're cooking or you're doing things or you're like having fun and you're going to hang out with your friends, it's not like you're stressed and like, I got to run to go get there. Like, it's like, allow yourself time to breathe during the day, you know, like give yourself from five to six, you know, give yourself like just a time to like enjoy your day or go for a walk, you know? So I feel like that's really helped is just like really putting parameters on work. And especially whenever you make your own work, sometimes it can feel um, like you just are like, oh, let me just do it all day. And it's like, you, you don't need to. 
Yeah, that's so good. This is the part of the podcast mm-hmm. where I'm just heavily convicted the whole time. Because <laughs> I am the exact hey, same I way. Like, hey, I, it's a good reminder for me, yeah, too, seriously. Yeah, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's all so true and so relatable. Um, but I love, too, how it's such a mindset of being productive and proactive so that you can then mm-hmm. play where your feet are. Because it's, I yeah. feel like you talked a lot about that kind of presence moment of, you know, if, if you're mm-hmm. at your work, be there at your work, be productive, yeah. grind, get your stuff done. But if you're having dinner with your friends or you're hanging out or you're mm-hmm. doing this, that, or you're resting, like just be in that moment, do what you're yeah. doing in that moment. Try to be present and play where your feet are in that. Such a good reminder, um, as always. And again, quite convicting for me as well. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Myself included. It reminds me all the time. So good. Well, one, one person and one thing you've mentioned several times already is of course the fact that you got married recently or yes. maybe not as recently now going on six months I, know, I, so I think you weird. said um mm-hmm. but you you mentioned the whole marriage with tr- chance and I say the whole marriage in a sense of just because mm-hmm. it has brought change into your life and you've been yeah. forced to be flexible and be on the road and live a very interesting lifestyle compared to you mm-hmm. know someone who might just be doing a nine-to-five or whatever it might be yeah um so I'm so curious you did touch on it already a little bit but just how has marriage and specifically being married to chance really affected both your own life, but then also kind of the life of your business. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, so many ways. I mean, if it was up to me right now and life never is, um, truly up to you, (laughs) but if it was up to me right now, I would probably be back at home or somewhere fun, like doing a store, you know, launching my store, having an art gallery, you know, like, um, doing like probably mission trips every day of my life. Like I would just be like, you know, I would just be, oh my gosh, like in the community and all this different stuff. But um our life looks a lot different. And I think that that's been so good because um I would have never really had it this way in the sense of like with chance and with baseball, we are constantly moving and I never really wanted to be completely online for as long as we're gonna have to be probably online. Um but it's been so sweet because I have at first I was like kind of like, you know, just like, oh, I don't want to do that. And then I realized, and I was like, you know what, like, this is such a beautiful opportunity to like, be able to go and visit all these different places to create, to spread love, truth and light and all these different, like, we're probably going to be moving to either Fredericksburg, Delaware, um, either Virginia, Delaware, um, Pennsylvania, or New York are like our places that we'll be moving throughout, um, our time with the Washington nationals and then hopefully Washington DC. Um, and so there's just all these different opportunities at different places I would never gone to or lived in. And what's been so cool about the whole online thing that God just like, and this is the coolest part is like, I wouldn't have never really picked this way, but it's so cool how God so intentionally picked this way. It was not by accident. And I think sometimes we think, and maybe you're married right now and you're listening to this or you're engaged and we think like, gosh, like God, like was so like, and like evident and like chances dream and like, and chances, like, this is all for chance. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, the Lord knew that you'd be marrying him and the Lord knew that that would be good for you too. And that was something that I really had to like correct my heart on. Like, I was like, Oh, this is all like chance dream. And I was like, no, no, no. Like the Lord knew that I would be chances wife and that he would be my husband and that this would be good for me too. And that I would be not just chance to be traveling to Delaware. I would be traveling to Delaware. Like the Lord has a plan for me in Delaware or wherever um, he also brings my husband. And so I thought that was like something that really helped me. And it's been sweet because now since being online, we've started um, McKenna as our pop-up events girl who I mentioned earlier. And it's been so sweet because like we've actually, if I was had a storefront, I probably wouldn't do that many pop-ups because I would just like kind of like let people come 
to the store and like you don't really have as many resources. And so since we do um, get to travel so much and because I've kind of become like a great like traveler and know all the things I need to pack, um, I have like kind of gained this like just like real appreciation for going like I went to Purdue, Indiana this past week. Um, and I had never ever would have thought I probably would have ever been in Indiana in my life. And it was so sweet because the girls there, I keep on talking about them, but they were incredible. They literally left my heart so full. And so um, it's just one of those things where like it changed everything with business, you know, but now I'm probably going, we're probably going to Oklahoma at the end of the month. We're going to Arizona. We're going to, there's all these different places I would have never gone. And I think it's so important because there's girls there that you meet that never would would have found them in designs, you know, unless you were there in their location, you know, I mean, the Lord can orchestrate other ways, but for this way, like the Lord wanted me to be there to meet them to connect with them and then, you know, just tell them more about God. So it's been really cool. Um, and I think that's been a really fun thing about marrying him is that things have changed and um, they've not been what I thought they would be um, for whenever I was thinking in my world. Um, but it's been really cool how God just makes everything come together for good. Um, Romans eight twenty eight, my favorite for those who love him. Um, so anyways, that has just been really sweet to actually watch. And um, yeah, so I feel like that kind of answers your question with marriage and him. And if you have anything else, you can ask me. <laughs> no, I love it. And you mentioned your favorite verse there. And it, I think it goes off of my favorite as well. Ephesians 3.20. So it's more than you could ever ask for or imagine. And like you said, you never yeah. imagined you'd be going to Indiana, but here God yes. is working through you in Indiana. Like so cool. Yes, so true. That's awesome. Well, you've touched on a lot of different things, challenges, mm -hmm good things, bad things, like everything in between that you've learned through running this business. So just a couple of, you know, I say quick questions, but you're more than welcome to spend <laughs> five, 10 minutes on each of these here. Um, but as we wrap up a little bit here, what is the hardest part running a rapidly growing small business? Oh, wow. Good question. Um, I would say just keeping up. Like, I think a lot of people think that like, they're keeping up with me. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm keeping up with you. Like, I feel like um, just keeping up with like social media is so difficult because you're, yeah. when you're a small business, like I can get out the orders. Like I love doing that. Honestly, it's like a weirdly therapeutic to me. I love that. It's so fun. Um, I love um, all of that kind of stuff. And I love like thinking of the ideas and executing them. Like I really enjoy all that. It's honestly like the hard part is really keeping up with like the messaging people back because you want everyone to feel loved you want everyone to feel heard you want everyone to be seen um and that's such a beautiful thing and that's where we've been a lot recently is at one another phase in our business I feel like we're really really focused on growing our social media and growing our followers and like all the different audiences that we had and then I feel like right now we're really in a season of just like really um like tending to what the Lord's given us and just like you know like not really trying to focus really much on that just really enjoying uh, and just like really trying to tend to the people that we have in our community right now which has been really cool and like bringing other people in obviously but I feel like that's been a really big focus and so I feel like that's kind of been one of the harder things is just like really um as a small business owner I feel like anyone who has social media like any person I'm talking to that is just like I mean, maybe that's someone's strength. And if it is like, that's awesome. Um, but for me, it has not been. And that's why honestly, my social media intern, um, JC has been like the biggest help because um, without her, things would probably never be posted on there. So it's really, really sweet. That's awesome. And one thing maybe that through it all, you feel like you've learned the most. Uh, one, one of the biggest life lessons you've learned th from being a business owner, what would you say? Oh my gosh, so many jump into my head. But I would say that, 
my favorite thing. I'm going to go back to the thing that I always think of whenever I think about that. And for me, it's, I listened to this one podcast really early on and starting the business on accident. And it was about this girl who had started, I think they had started Canva or something and they had started, and I was just like listening to them. Um, it was like this couple or something and they had started Canva, which is an incredible, um, marketing app you can use it and it we makes love basically Canva. Graphic, yeah we love Canva it makes graphic design like available to anybody else who because it used to be that you had to have a graphic design major or like understanding deep understanding of Adobe to be able to do the things that we're doing now which is just crazy and so anyways um she or somebody on the podcast was talking and they were like you know what um I like and Nate someone asked her this question she was like um, I realized that like the thing that I love the most and the thing that I've learned most is like to always be learning. And ever since she said that, I just realized if you can think about your failures, your mistakes, your struggles, in the sense of like, you're learning new things and you're learning, you know, how to handle these things and how to handle, um, when you make a bad financial decision, how to handle whenever you have an employee that's not doing what they're supposed to, like, you know, it's like, you look at these things and you realize like, I'm just learning. And I think that you have to be okay um, with realizing that the rest of your life, you're going to be learning for your business. You know, um, there will, I mean, obviously, I mean, even the people who have like, just absolutely like, you know, like Joe Bezos and all these different people who are just like, so, so extremely successful and wealthy um, in finances and just in like general with their businesses. Um, they're always learning, you know, Elon Musk, they're always learning different things. And um, I feel like as a business owner, sometimes people think that you kind of have no, know it all. And I think that that is like one of the spirits that you got to get rid of the fastest because you do not know it all. And um, I have learned so much and not being afraid to like admit that you're just learning, you know, to friends. I mean, I remember I had one girl, she was on a small business panel with me and she was like, have you done, have you gotten free labels through UPS? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh my gosh, girl, you're missing out. And I was like, I am like, teach me. And it was like so sweet because like, it was just a time where she like was teaching me these things just to help me. And um, I just realized that learning is so important and not being afraid to teach others too um, has been really awesome. And um, yeah, I just love that. I think that's like been my biggest lesson of um, just business in general. It's like, it's all just one big, um, just learning through being through the failures and mistakes and just all the rewards. And so much of your life as well as the business is all about spreading mm -hmm. love, truth and life. So yes. how would you say that by doing all this, how do you get that love, truth, and life filled back into you? You know, what's your favorite part of running all of this? Oh my gosh, that's so good. Um, I would say there's so much. I would say, honestly, like that pop-up that we did in Purdue um, and like being able to just have a night of community and talk to them um, and just like getting to, like, I am a big, like, it's kind of weird. Like we have this thing that we call life retreat that we've gotten to do the past two years where we have a bunch of women from all over the U S come, um, from after you've graduated high school up until, um, post-grad is what our most recent one was. So anybody really could come, any woman could come, um, and they would come and we would just talk about life and we talk about the struggles of life and we talk about how to spread love trees and light where we are and all these different things. And, um, it's the, my favorite thing when I'm there is to literally sit back and look and just like watch the girls, just like watching freedom click or freedom be like, in like realizing like, wow, like 
I am loved so deeply. I am fully known. Like I have, like I can live in freedom every day. Like literally makes me tear up because there is just like nothing sweeter than watching that, you know, and like that realization. And it's, I love it. Even I love it so much when it doesn't come from my own words too. Like, I just love it whenever I watch it, whenever somebody's singing or, you know, they just have a good conversation with a friend. Like I could sit and probably watch footage of life retreat for my whole life um, and be content and watch footage of girls at Purdue who are all talking in their groups and like talking about things that their hearts desired. Um, I could just watch that forever because those are the moments, you know, you look back on, like, you're not going to remember my words a lot, a lot of the time, but you'll look back on those conversations or that moment where you like really it clicked for you that like the Lord really loved you, you know? And I think that those are the moments that you just can't, um, that you just, you can't help but be filled up. So I feel like those are really mine and been so blessed to be able to witness those. I think that's so good that also you take the time again, going a little bit to like the, the work-life balance, the rest aspect of it, that you're able to separate yourself a minute and just take it all in and just feel like, okay, like, wow. Like look at what God is doing through this, that it takes you a minute out of the go, go, go sense of everything of making sure Mm -hmm. this speaker is next or that I'm saying this next, or we're doing this activity next, but it's a moment just to be like, okay, like, wow, this is actually what's happening. And like, this is what the Lord is doing. How cool. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, it really is. It is the best moments ever. And that's why that, that work-life balance of being able to know when to rain back is so awesome and so important. So good. Well, we have now come to the two questions that I ask everyone on the podcast. <laughs> so I, I'm I told Cam, I was like, I don't know any other other questions, but I was like, I expect these two questions to be coming. Yes. So I'm I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this, especially after we've touched on it a little bit. But first Mm -hmm. starters here, tell us, Maya May, what does Play Where Your Feet Are mean to you? Oh my gosh. It means so much, especially because right now, I mean, my husband is having to play where his feet are. And so like actually with baseball and then um, I being um, so like being his wife, I've had to learn how to do the same thing. And it's been funny because ever since I've been thinking about going on this podcast, I've been thinking about how much that message really does relate to every season that we've been in. Um, and for every person really to like, whether you're in college, whether you're graduated, whether whatever it is. And so what one, I just want to say that I'm so proud of you for um, hearing that and for walking out in that and for um, just because I feel like it's something that can affect everyone, whether athlete, obviously or not. Um, So I'm really proud of you for that. Um, But yeah, I would say play where your feet are, play where your feet are. Um, It has been um, just so like really in every season and especially right now, I feel like we figure out if we, where we're moving, um, probably, I don't even know when, maybe Friday, like, I don't even know when I'm moving or like how I'm getting there, where I'm going or anything. And to me, it's just been this thing. I had to talk with a friend today and she was like, you know, like if like, you're just, you're not going to know, you know, and spending all this time trying to figure out where I'm going is just not going to help. And it's like, you just got to be where you are. You know, you just got to be here, just work on own designs, like work on own designs, love on your husband, like love on your husband. And, um, I think that a lot of times we overcomplicate life and we think, um, we're always trying to like, just figure out everything and all those different things. And like, how much more beautiful would life be if we play where our feet are? And I've learned that so much and being in like one of the most uncomfortable seasons of my life. Um, and just like uncomfortable weeks in my life, like this, this podcast, we had to reschedule it. It's honestly so funny because I feel like, um, this has been like one of the most uncomfortable, like hard 
a hard week to be like, okay, I'm gonna play where my feet are. Cause I'm like, I want to know where I'm going to be, where I'm going to be living, how I'm going to get there in four days. But instead I just, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to play where my feet are. And, um, so it's been a really sweet message to me and I'm really working on trying to do that right now. And I feel like for me, what that looks like right now is, um, this morning I went on a walk and I just like said, Lord, take all of that, take where we're going, take where we're going to be at all these different things. I'm going to surrender it to you. Someone, one of my friends said that word to me, surrender. Um, my podcast intern, actually, she was like, like something about like surrender. I think she was kind of trying to hint to me like, Maya, you need to surrender. And so anyways, it was funny. And so, um, yeah, surrender has been really, um, important and just like surrendering those things to the Lord. So that way you can play where your feet are at. If not, you're going to keep mulling them over in your head. So, um, I feel like that's like a really applicable tip if you're trying to figure out like how to play where your feet are too. So well said and such good advice. And I just love how God always has a funny way of just working perfectly in his timing. Like no, it seems seriously. it seems like every time I do a podcast, it's either the moment we cause some of these podcasts we record months in advance and then we post uh-huh. them. And so it's like the minute it actually releases, we're like, oh wait, I needed to hear that message. Like forget like I don't even care that I'm yeah. the one that said it. Like I needed to hear that advice or whatever yeah. it might be. Um, so how cool that it's been this week for you that you've almost need the reminder to play where your feet are. So I love that so much. And again, just great advice and insight on what play where your feet are means to you. So now I want to ask you in addition to that is what advice do you have for those who are listening, who are now thinking, Oh my goodness. I want to be like Maya. Like I want to do what she's doing with spreading life, truth, mm-hmm. and love, or maybe it's starting mm-hmm. a business, whatever it might be, but they're, they're so inspired by you. I just know. So what mm-hmm. advice would you have to those who are wanting to play where their feet are, but maybe just mm-hmm. aren't sure on how exactly to do that? So good. And the very first thing that pops into my head, um, is those things that whoever's listening to this right now, those things that make your heart light up and, you just get excited about life again. Um, those are the things um, to pursue and to be passionate about and to never give up on. Um, I know that um, there's a lot of different, like probably thoughts and all the things that you have a day, but I feel like um, we talked about this at Purdue and this is something that's really been on my heart is, but like to listen on, listen to like these little desires of your heart. Like if it's like, you're like, Oh, it makes me so excited to think about like having clothing brand or like even just doing the photo shoots for it or whatever, maybe kind of excited to your heart, or maybe it's about a podcast or maybe it's about like managing people. Like, I don't know what it is that like, ha- like makes your heart like a little bit excited, but what that is, is like, you really need to hone in on that. Like really like dive into that and don't just think it's like a mistake. Like, and like obviously make sure that it's in accordance with the Lord's word and like his truth and like what scripture says. Um, And if it is, and that's like a little desire, you feel like God, like that is probably those little things. Like even if it sounds silly and it's like, man, I've been loving skincare lately. And like, I like just have like this like passion for it, you know? And it's like, well, like, like, listen to that, you know, like listen to like, like that little desire and that little fun, like, you know, I mean, the thing that kind of like just gets you so excited and that you're interested in, like, maybe you're meant to be an esthetician that helps girls like with their confidence, not only in their selves, but like mainly in the Lord, you know, like maybe you're, um, I don't know. I think that sometimes we box ourselves in, we box. The first thing I ever heard the Lord say to me was like, don't box me in. And it's so funny because I learned that like my junior year of high school and never did I ever think that I would be doing this right now. Um, and, um, anyways, it's so sweet. And I think that that's something that, 
um, just to remember about those little desires that God puts on your, that's God has put on your heart right now. And those little like things that make you light up is like, don't box them in. Like if you are loving science and you think that the only thing that you can, you can be is a doctor or a physician's assistant to be in science or whatever, like don't box God in, you know, ask him like, God, how do you want to use my love for science and my love for art, you know, to like, pursue, like to pursue you and to like, you know, just like walk out in my calling. Like, how do you want to do that? Like pray about, ask him, what do you want me to do? Um, I think if you can, but I feel like the biggest tip I can give is to identify those little desires and those little things. Um, and then my second thing would be to don't box him in on what that looks like. Cause you have, and if I'm being honest and friend to a friend, you have no idea what that looks like. I have no idea what that looks like. Um, and then I would say my third thing um, would be to find any little way that you can do it. Like if it's in making hats for yourself, if it's in like starting to, um, you know, draw out different science things, you know, and it's for your classmates to help them with studying. If it's for um, whatever, like talking to yourself, like start recording, recording yourself on audio, you know, message, like start uh, doing whatever little things you can do. Um, and watch where the Lord will take that. And um, I think if you get over this fear of being like, oh, but that's stupid. It's like, no, that's not, you know, those are the silly little things and the silly little ways that the, we say they're silly, but they're not um, that the Lord wants us to, you know, just walk out in. And so, um, I mean, it was probably silly that I was up at four in the morning, drawing all these sketches as a physician, just like as a pre-med major, you know, and like, you know, anyone could say like, oh, that's kind of silly for you to make at one hat, you know, but I mean, does it matter now? You know, it's like, no, the, 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 I'm your silly doesn't really matter. What matters is that you did it. Um, so anyways, that's a long kind of ramble, but, um, I get passionate about thinking about, um, people not pursuing, um, the thing, the little desires on their heart because they're scared, afraid to look silly. Um, and, um, I can't imagine how much more silly you would look if you didn't try. So, um, I don't know, something. That's what I got. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good word right there. <laughs> that ending too. Uh-huh. My goodness. How much sillier you're going to look if you don't even try. That's a good word. Yeah. And I think so much of that mm-hmm. too comes from what you mentioned way earlier in the podcast is that root of comparison. How, you know, not yeah. only don't box God in, but also don't don't look at other people's boxes. <laughs> like, yeah. like, look at what you what you have. If, if you have a passion, if you have a desire, then do that. Even if you're doing a different major, even if you are studying yeah. something else, you don't have to compare your life path to someone else's. It is your life path. It's your life purpose. It's God's thumbprint on your own self like the thumbprint on you is different than the thumbprint on someone else and it should be and Mm -hmm. that's what makes you so unique and so special so how cool is it that we have the opportunity to carry truth love truth and life in our own Mm -hmm. individual and own unique way just like you're doing with mm design just like i'm doing with play where your feet are and just like everyone's doing with whatever they're passionate about and i love too how you mentioned that you know, it's it's not that you have to start a Christian brand or start a Christian podcast or go preach the gospel, like, in a sense that you're mm-hmm. in the pulpit at a church. Like, 
No, you can yeah. find your own passion if you want to do, you know, science or math or the corporate ladder, yeah. whatever it might be. Like I always would used to say to play where your feet are, no matter what, no matter where, because that's mm-hmm. where God is also. Like God is in yeah. anything, in anywhere. And so the fact that yeah. we can just spread Again, I'm going back to it every time. Love, truth, and life in anything that we're yeah. doing. That's, again, just the power of God. That as much as we can play where our feet are in any circumstance, like God can play where his feet are in any circumstance. And that's the reason yeah. we do it is because we're trying to be Christ-like. So, Maya, yeah. how incredible was that? Such a that good conversation. So amazing. <laughs> I know. Thank you so much for having me. Seriously, that was incredible. You are an amazing interviewer. Uh, it's so funny because... Um, it's just so sweet to see how I feel like sometimes people forget that that is like such a hard thing to do and you did such a beautiful job of it and it really just makes a conversation. So thank you so much. It was so fun being interviewed by you. Um, seriously, I loved it. Well, shout out. I know you're FSU, but shout out to the University of Miami Comm School because that's my journalism degrees right there. (laughs) Yes. But so good. Again, you are just, you're such a light and such a joy. I love knowing you personally as a friend and now having you a part of the Play Where Your Feet Are family. It's so fun. We're honored to have you join. Um, But I want to make sure you get everything plugged. So Feel free. Now's the chance. We'll link everything below in the description. We'll make sure they have all it, all of it below too. Um, but talk to us. I know the yeah. podcast is ending, but how best can our followers yeah. stay in touch with you and your company and everything you're doing? So sweet. Yes, it's so sweet. Um, if you want to be along any of the business if that made your heart excited or you just want to check it out and see what the heck we're talking about, um, mmdesigns.life is the Instagram for that. And then for our podcast, it's in this together dot podcast. And so feel free to check that out. My main thing, I'm sure she'll do um, like tag it, but it's Maya, M-A-I-A, M-A-E-H-U-F-F. So kind of a weird spelling um, for Maya, but yeah. So um, that's, you could stay in touch with us anyway there. I love DMing. I'll, I love voice memoing people on the Instagram app. I don't know if anyone knows that you could do that, but you can. That's how I like talk to people because I hate texting messages. So anyways, uh, I love just getting to hear someone's voice. So um, yeah, if that's, you want to keep up or just figure out what the heck we're talking about or what I like, what am I doing? Um, just go ahead and check out there. I see my husband because I'm sure you're curious about how, like what he looks looks like and how cute he is and he's very cute so if you want to see him on there you can (laughs) I love it so good well Maya thank you so much again Uh, again welcome to officially being a part of the PWIFA play we repeat our oh my gosh (laughs) so honored but as we end I want to give you the final words so any here's the stage it is yours take the mic whether it's another gold nugget whatever you got whatever you want to say it's all you Oh my gosh. Only thing I can think of is just do it. Like that's like the thing, like that just came into my mind. Nothing like spiritual or anything. I was just like, (laughs) do it. Like for the person that's like, you're kind of like teeter tottering on the edge right now. Just do it. You know, like if it's in accordance with the Lord's word, do it and just go. And no matter, like nothing's too silly. I've been writing like my own fictional book lately, just like absolutely weird, like having fun. Like I know people think that's so weird and I don't care. And I've just been having fun with it. Like, you know, no one's probably ever going to read it. I will probably never show it to anyone. Like, but you know, it's fun. So like it, it makes my spirit light up. It's something to do rather than scroll on Instagram, you know? So just do it. You know, life is so fun um, if you let it be. So yeah. Love it. Just do it and play where your feet are. Yes. <laughs>
Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the PWIFA Play Where Your Feet Are podcast. We absolutely loved having Sweet Maya May on today. She is just an angel, y'all. And I want to make sure you stay caught up with everything she's doing. So linked below in the description, you can find everything she mentioned. And I'm also putting down there the info to her life retreat. She's hosting a retreat this summer, guys. There's a few spots left. I'm planning on being there. So if you want to come hang with Maya May and myself, make sure you click that link too. And while you're online, just a reminder to stay caught up on all things Play Where Your Feet Are, whether it's merch, podcast, book, or more, all the information is also down below there. But thank you so much for listening or watching here on the podcast. Reminder that if you're watching on YouTube, you can listen on all streaming platforms. And if you're listening on a streaming platform, reminder that you can watch on YouTube and on Spotify too. We love technology. But y'all, that's all we have for today's episode. Thanks so much for joining in again for this episode of season two, the last guest episode of season two. It has been a blast and a blessing this year. So till next time, be blessed and play where your feet are.